broadcasting from the capital city in Norway, Oslo. Our host, Andre Bauman, is bringing you the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. Stay tuned if you want to learn how to eat and train for optimal health and gaming performance. And now, here's your host, former esports athlete and personal trainer with a master's degree in nutrition and experience in working with Olympic level athletes, Andre Bauman. Welcome back, guys. This is Andre from Gamers Performance. And in this podcast, I'm going to talk about the first study that has actually been done on uh, esports athletes, League of Legends pro players in, in the USA. And um, they have actually done a study using a caffeine product on nine League of Legends players uh, on a professional team. Uh, so it's quite interesting. It's the first study in esports with ergogenic aids uh, and in particular caffeine. Uh, however, the caffeine is in an energy drink, so yeah, we're going to talk more about that later. But uh, I think it's really promising that people are actually starting to study esports and and dietary components such as ergogenic aids, for example. Um, so so I th- so I think it's really good that it's coming more and more prevalent now. Uh, there has been more studies the last there have been more studies the last year than uh, the last two years combined almost on esports. So. So I think this is a pretty good step in the right direction. So hopefully we can move forward and keep doing the studies and and hopefully more on nutrition, of course. So the background for the studies, uh, basically that the competitive nature of esports um, has led many players to turn to various nootropics or cognitive enhancing drugs, as they state in their introduction in their study. Uh, and this all, of course, to gain a performance edge. And uh, I've talked a little bit about that in my earlier podcast uh, in relation to energy drinks and caffeine in particular, like uh, those kind of products might improve the performance, but yeah, the scientific literature is kind of low. So it's pretty good that we're finally getting a study now, which can um, shed some light on how this can actually improve the esports players' performance and not just traditional athletes or something in that direction. So uh, in summary, just to, yeah, Kind of give a quick review on what the caffeine or, or these kind of products can do for you as an esports athlete it's basically related to the cognitive function like the brain function so um in all sense it can it can at best increase uh, or uh, excuse me i mean reduce your reaction time uh, it can increase your uh, ability to analyze situations and strategic thinking and, uh, and all kind of these um, cognitive effects that might actually be, be beneficial for esports athletes. So that's like the, um, the background for using energy drinks or caffeine products uh, for gamers. And of course, staying awake. Uh, for some esports players, uh, um, unfortunately, the sleep habits is not optimal for, for, for a lot of gamers and esports athletes. Uh, however, I think most of the pro players they are aware that sleep is really important for the performance. So, and uh, and of course, as we can see in the study, also uh, this small sample of nine uh, League of Legends players they they reported they had pretty solid sleep routines compared to what I would uh, think of a lot of gamers. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, at least I know a lot of gamers that has poor sleep routines compared to these guys, which are taking it more serious. It seems. So the hypothesis was that the mental fatigue um, 
uh, was accumulated uh, through three consecutive video games, uh, which would result in a performance decline um, as, uh, across a battery of physical tests, uh, and that the use of uh, use of the energy drink in the study would actually reduce uh, these observed decreases in performance. So basically, uh, that was just a, almost a recap from their in introduction and, and what they wanted to do with the, the study, basically. So they wanted to mitigate uh, the performance decline that they hypothesis would occur when uh, League of Legends players are playing a best out of five. So they basically played three games in a row with a quick break between each game. And they, uh, they thought they would see a performance decline uh, in the consecutive games, like a performance decline from game one to two and from game two to three, of course. And hopefully, or they hypothesized that uh, the energy drink would, act, um, uh, would, um, would kind of slow down this performance or attenuate the performance decline. So uh, the study participants uh, was from uh, yeah it, it was nine uh, male um, elite League of Legends players, and they all belonged to the same professional team. So these were pro play pro players. I don't know them personally, and I don't really know which team they played on. And some of you guys may know which team they played on, but um, at least they played professionally. Um, so, so basically, cognitive and physical measures uh, were performed four times per testing day. Uh, it was prior to and after each of three consecutive League of Legends games. And each game was uh, separated by 15 minutes uh, for testing procedures and strategic debriefing uh, pertaining to gameplay, as stated in uh, their study. Uh, so uh, the rationale for using three games uh, was chosen to basically emulate the best out of... Uh, three game uh, format that players typically typically compete in so uh, testing days occurred one week apart uh, at the same time of day approximately at 1 pm uh, in a well-lit en environment so the lighting was good and the room temper temperature was held at approximately 21 to 23 degrees celsius um, and also finally the subjects were uh, instructed to abstain from all caffeine sources on the morning prior to testing so basically no caffeine intake for any of uh, the players uh, the the morning they were testing so all of the things i mentioned now uh, are stated in their study in their in their study design section uh, so if you're interested you can go look at it there i forgot to say that the study is open access so everyone can just go in and take a look at it Okay, so to sum it up, um, the beverage they got um, is called AI Reload uh, from AI Fuels, uh, produced in Santa Monica, USA, um, which contains a lot of different kind of uh, stuff. Basically, I'm not going to go over everything, um, but the ergogenic part or the ergogenic aid in this product that has any like heavy scientific literature backing it up is, uh, is caffeine. And uh, one beverage contained 150 milligrams of caffeine. So I know a lot of you think that's like, mm, that's not really much. That's basically the same as one half a liter of Red Bull or Monster or, or like a scoop of G Fuel or whatever. So it's basically a standard or a typical dose of caffeine in any of these kind of energy products. So the study was a randomized controlled trial and it was uh, double blinded. 
and uh, it was counterbalanced, crossover, and a placebo controlled. So uh, the randomization and the controlling part of the study is pretty good. Uh, and these kind of studies are, uh, in generally, uh, more of the studies we kind of need uh, to, to evaluate the effect of different kind of products on, on performance outcomes in esports players. So for measuring the cognitive abilities, uh, the subjects completed like three different assessments. It was first of all the Ericsson flanker test, and second the go-no-go -no -go visual reaction timer test, and the third is the working memory test. So they all kind of assess different kind of cognitive abilities, like uh, the go-no-go -go is like a reaction type test, uh, and, and the other tests are more related to the strategical thinking and the analytical part compared to and then only the reaction time part. So the challenge with uh, these tests in relation to esports athletes is that we basically don't know if it's really applicable for esports athletes. Um, preferentially, we would have like uh, specific tests that are designed for esports athletes. Uh, to give an example, like uh, having a, in, in Counter-Strike Go, for example, if you have a particular A map, which can be used in these kind of studies, which is designed to basically evaluate, for example, reaction time or anything in regards to that. I, th I think that's the way to go, but it, it probably won't happen until we get some really good scientists working on these kind of uh, tests. So for now, we have to make use of the traditional test. Um, I would say that um, the positive thing with using uh, these kind of traditional tests are that they're basically well, uh, well evaluated and uh, they're validated of course so, so so it's comparable to like other studies using the same kind of tests so that's a, a strength i would say with using these kind of uh, methods so the subjects in the study also completed the uh, physical assessment uh, and that was a finger tap test and hand grip strength as well as uh, uh, weight monitoring and finally uh, the the participants also had to fill out a questionnaire and one of the questions in this questionnaire was basically uh, that the uh, participants had to report any history of negative side effects uh, in, in regards to energy drinks or caffeine. And that was basically because they don't want to have participants dying on them, uh, <laughs> even though the caffeine dosage in the study is quite low compared to a lot of other studies. Uh, it's important uh, that uh, the well-being and health of the participants are, uh, yeah, they're, they're basically cared for. Yeah, and the rest of the questions, so we're trying to find out uh, how many, uh, how much time uh, the players spend playing League of Legends, League of Legends each day, and um, how much uh, time they spend playing other games per day, and uh, lifestyle habits like sleep and uh, exercise, and of course diet. Because the question was formulated like this: uh, Do you feel that you eat a healthy, balanced diet? Why or why not? So it's basically an not really in-depth question and it also kind of relies um, on the participants to evaluate themselves and their own competence on nutrition so but i'm going to come back to that later on i'm going to talk more about results um, just in a second okay so i'm not going to reiterate every result they got from the study because um, in summary there were basically no significant difference between the placebo, the placebo group uh, that means those that didn't get the caffeine or the energy drink uh, compared to those that got it so basically uh, the energy drink they got they had it had basically no effect on their performance uh, variables at all 
on the cognitive test or their exhaustion or anything like that so they basically had to uh, throw away their hypothesis and uh, the interesting reason is basically why this happened because it's I, th I think it's pretty much common interpretation that people think that energy drink and caffeine will boost your performance or at least your cognitive ability and uh, as I've talked about earlier uh, a lot of studies has actually reported a, perf a cognitive performance enhancing effect with caffeine even in, in dosages from 0.5 milligrams of caffeine up to like uh, 4 milligrams of caffeine per kilobody weight and uh, for these athletes it was approximately 2 milligrams of caffeine per kilobody weight so uh, regarding the literature that already exists um, one could actually hypothesize they would get an improvement in, in increased uh, performance in their cognitive abilities. So the question is why they didn't observe it. Of course, and this is the most in interesting part, I think. And then, of course, it's uh, in, in relation to their small sample size. They had like nine players and which such a small sample size is hard to detect these kind of differences. So, uh, you know, a much larger sample size one could probably detect uh, this easier and um, the second thing is that um, these players were habitual intakers of caffeine they basically uh, drank like one of these boxes each day i think with energy drink so they at least drank 150 milligrams of caffeine per day and 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 the study protocol contained like the same amount so and that's uh, kind of been proven in the li literature already that people drinking a lot of caffeine like they get more resistant to the effect of caffeine so they might need a higher dosage and so if they would like supplement with double dose maybe 300 milligrams or 400 milligrams of caffeine they might see an effect on their cognitive uh, abilities uh, but it is hard to say really and uh, since it's the first study uh, doing this on esports athletes uh yeah it's kind of crazy going all out with uh, four or five milligrams per kilobody weight with caffeine i think it's smart to start low and just build it up higher and that's exactly the same thing i would do with uh, traditional athletes and i've already done it with athletes i've been working with i start with the lower dosages and try it and, and like see if the athletes feel any performance of course we can't measure it like statistically uh, which they do in a well-controlled study but always start with a low dose and then kind of raise the do dosage until, okay, we can uh, we can feel or we can measure a performance enhancing benefit from this uh, from this dosage. Another reason is that uh, the um, uh, the study group is basically uh, they're professional players and they play a lot, uh, so uh, they're used to basically playing many hours successively. So if you would see an effect from this dosage of caffeine, you might have to push them more in the sense that they have to play uh, like best out of eight or something, best out of seven. They have to play more games to actually get the mental exhaustion um, to actually feel or, 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 uh, or recognize the, uh, the effect of the caffeine distance. So basically to sum it up, they have to play a longer period of time uh, to, to recognize the effect of the caffeine. And as I mentioned earlier, of course, uh, the specific tests might not be applicable for esports athletes. One might have to develop like specific tests to measure uh, the performance enhancing 
effect from these kind of things for esports athletes. It's not the same as non esports athletes like normal people, basically. And so this, yeah, the the methods is uh, is an issue here, and uh, hopefully down the road we can get like specific tests for each kind of esports game, and <laughs> that would be pretty crazy and interesting, I think. Yeah, and um, of course uh, they try to like replicate a pressured environment, uh, but if you compare uh, these kind of training matches to to like competitive uh, world championships. You don't get the same pressure and of course that could also skew the results so in a really competitive environment like in a world championship uh, the results might have been different of course uh, so it's hard to say really and in regards to the questionnaire uh, the thing that actually was most surprising i think is that only four out of the nine players reported a positive self-assessment of their diet and um, since they're pro players i thought that maybe basically almost everyone would be kind of on point with their diet uh, but it doesn't seem that way of course i don't have access to the to the questionnaire and i don't know basically like how they reported it um, but it's I, I i think it's really interesting however it is it is a bit in uh, in in line with why with what i've observed at uh, both schools and in my working relationship with the esports athletes and uh, that there are actually a lot of things to be done on the nutritional part um, and it's basically uh, ranging from everyday diet to competition diet uh, in my experience so i think it's really interesting that um, that only four out of nine players yeah reported that they had this uh, the diet component under control and hopefully there are going to be more studies on diet in relation to esports performance and gamers because this is like one of the main things i think that uh, could give like a sustained better performance and better energy level throughout the whole day but however there are also of course a lot of um yeah limitations regarding the study i've already mentioned a few but the sample size is one thing and uh, of course um, the uh, caffeine dosage in the energy drink and third i would say that using like one component only using caffeine instead of using a mixed beverage uh, which contains a lot of other stuff of, I, I think that's much better it's more controlled uh, though that being said the only thing that has like hard scientific literature uh, that can affect both cognitive and physical performance is the caffeine component the rest of the components in the energy drink is kind of anecdotal at best so at least for now and of course uh, maybe like testing other games it might yield other results like league of legends and dota are basically a lot of strategical thinking games at least from my few thousand hours of experience with these games uh, compared to my Counter-Strike career, uh, which was a lot heavier re related on like reaction time compared to uh, my performance in Dota, uh, which was more like the strategical thinking and, uh, and like map control and these kind of things, which, which relies on other abilities than the pure reaction time. So like taking this caffeine test on maybe first person, person shooters uh, would be more interesting, I think. Uh, compared to League of Legends and Dota. However, that being said, I don't say that the reaction time is uh, not important for, for these kind of games. It's of course is important, but uh, 
like different kind of cognitive abilities are more used for the uh, like uh, different types of games. So just to sum it up uh, as a conclusion, uh, the study didn't find any positive effects on their cognitive abilities or their mental fatigue uh, in relation to all the games they played in a row. So, but of course, I think this is very interesting, uh, and uh, I'm not a, like I'm I'm not like pro energy drink. I don't think gamers and athletes should use energy drinks as their performance enhancing uh, uh, nutritional part. I think that um, we should focus on the diet and and the food intake and the hydration intake, like with water, etc. And uh, these kind of ergogenic aids should only be used for like the top percentage of athletes that are really competing at the world uh, elite. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed uh, this little review of, uh, of this um, study and uh, hopefully there are gonna come more studies uh, later on. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a message on Twitter at GamersPerform or check out my website at GamersPerformance.gg. Yeah, and have a nice day. I'll talk to you later, guys. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. If you enjoyed this content, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.gamersperformance.gg, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check out Gamers Performance on Twitter at GamersPerform. This has been an Andre Bauman production. Until next time.